Blog Talk Radio. We all have inner work to do. Real life, real faith is an opportunity to connect with Cheryl and her guests as they take you on a journey to help you become your authentic self. Whether you need help goal setting, developing coping skills, or connecting with a power greater than yourself, Cheryl is here to walk with you on your path to personal transformation. Get inspired as Cheryl lets you become an active participant or just sit back and glean from the messages delivered. It's Real Life, Real Faith with Cheryl Lacey Donovan. Hello and welcome to Real Life, Real Faith with Cheryl Lacey Donovan this evening. We have a a wonderful, wonderful guest in that of Tasha M. Scott. Um, She joins Real Life, Real Faith this evening to talk about her movement, Don't Limit Me. Tasha M. Scott is a speaker, a certified life and business coach for women in business. She's also a workshop leader, an entrepreneur, and an author. She is wife and mom and the founder of the Don't Limit Me and Women Connect Movement. She owns two thriving businesses, Scott Real-Time Reporting, LLC, and TashaMScott.com, where she motivates and encourages women in professional leadership and entrepreneurial roles. Through her coaching programs, live workshops, small groups, and Women Connect movement, she regularly delivers life-changing messages, empowering others to live out their dreams and fulfill their purpose. Tasha, Real Life, Real Faith welcomes you this evening. Thank you, Cheryl. I'm so excited to be here. Absolutely. So, Liz, I just wanted to jump right on into, I'm not even going to do hot topics tonight. I just want to jump into the meat of what we're talking about tonight. And I wanted to ask you this. When you are working with women, what is the most, or what is the thing that you find most often that keeps them from living the life that that they deserve and desire? Cheryl, there's two things that leap off automatically, and that's not knowing their true identity and not understanding their purpose. So what, what do you do with the, the programs that you have that helps them to um, find their identity and, and, and be able to get to their purpose? Absolutely. I, I, as women, a lot of times we can get caught up in the comparison trap where we are always comparing ourselves to other people, whether it's our business, whether it's our the way we mother, um, anything, you know. And so what I do is I like to let women first take inventory of what they already have so that they can understand the strengths that they bring to the table already. It's the things that you're already naturally good at, the things you do, even if you didn't get paid for it, you would want to show up and do it. And a lot of times we don't hone in on our strengths enough. We are so busy focused on our weaknesses, what we don't have, what we're not doing, that it tends to take away from our power. And so I always mm-hmm. say that the first thing is to find out what, find out what your strengths are. Who, who are you currently? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? So do you do and, you that? No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, that's it. That's it. So what I do is I help them take inventory of who they are, with their strengths. We do identify the weaknesses, but not to glorify them, but just to locate them. And then the other thing that I um, do is we talk about what are the opportunities or what are the dreams that maybe they haven't voiced before? What is it that you would do if people's opinions weren't an option? What would you do if money wasn't an option? What are those things that maybe you've been afraid to 
say out loud or even give yourself permission to do, we talk about that. And then the last thing is we talk about what's stopping you, you know, and if it's fear, we identify what is the fear, call it by name so that we can, again, locate the strengths, identify the weaknesses, but also look at the opportunities that are awaiting us. You know, you mentioned people's opinions, and I think that plays a huge role in um, keeping us sometimes from getting where we're trying to go. But what about the whole people-pleasing mentality? I know women tend to consistently give themselves and give themselves and and try to please everybody, but at some point you have to come to the realization that they may not be possible. Absolutely, absolutely. And that's definitely under that umbrella of that because, um, people pleasing, it's basically giving our power away to somebody else. My One of my coaches said this, and it, it stood out to me. She said, when we give people the power to define us, we also give them the power to destroy us. And that's mm-hmm. too much power to give away to anyone else. So I absolutely mm-hmm. agree with you. Yeah, and I, I always tell people that um, uh, if you – you know, you, you have to be very careful and sort of walk a, a thin line when it comes to that whole issue of people pleasing because at the end of the day, it's, it's not it, it's really none of your business what other people think about you. And, and sometimes right. I believe we place way too much importance on um, other people's ideas about who we are and what we're supposed to do with our lives. You know, that, that plays a huge role as well. Everybody wants to try and uh, – orchestrate who you are and what you should be. And a lot of times we fall for that trap. And I I can't tell you the countless number of times that I've spoken with women who are um, in jobs. And some of these jobs are not uh, low-paying jobs. Some of them are six-figure income. But they are miserable because it's really not what they love doing and it's really not – you know, where they would like to be at this point in time in their lives. It's kind of settled because, you know, everybody else says, oh, well, you know, this is what you should do. You're making money at it. You're doing mm-hmm. this. This is just what you when you settle for it. And I wonder right. when you run across women like that, what, what do you say to them or, you know, how do you help them to kind of steer clear from that? Yeah, and most of the times when I encounter women like that, it's because they, they're already um, head over in it, you know. <laughs> And mm-hmm. it's kind of like having to deprogram them from it. That's the majority of the case. And what I do is, and most of the women come to me, they are faith-based women. So we kind of look at their lives because most of the time the people pleasing didn't start with their jobs. Most of the mm-hmm. time it started, there was some place in their life where they got stuck or maybe were crippled. It could be all the way back to childhood even. And we mm-hmm. look at the patterns. And if we look at the consistent patterns, we can even trace it back to the root cause of this, you know. Mm -hmm. And sometimes the root cause is rooted in fear, and it could even be fear of abandonment, fear of rejection, fear of success, you know. Mm -hmm. And what I say to them, especially the faith-based women, I say, what was the last thing that God told you? You know, what was the last thing that he told you, and are you doing that? You know, because sometimes people can put their agendas on us and put opinions, but does it line up with the very thing that God himself has told you or called you to do or be? That's number one. 
And if it's not, then what do we, what steps do you need to take to get back to, to God and you, you know? Mm -hmm. And then um, other things are, you know, when it comes to the fear of success, maybe it's because it's the way we've seen our parents handle things that we say, I'm not going to be that, or we try to avoid certain things. And so we go down this other road, trying hard not to be somebody else. And we end up smack dab doing exactly what they're doing, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. So at the end of the day, it all, it all boils down to your purpose and your identity. What is your God given purpose? And who is this woman that God is calling you to be? And if you don't know, then that's the first step right there to go on the discovery of who you are. So, everybody, we're speaking with Tasha M. Scott. She happens to be the author of Don't Limit Me as well as the founder of the movement Don't Limit Me. When we come back from our break, we want to talk to her about the book as well as the movement. You're listening to Real Life, Real Faith with Cheryl Lacey Donovan. We'll be back in just a moment. This is the news. This morning, we are saluting the 2.2 million women who have joined in the war effort. They now make up 37% of the workforce, changing their role forever. The prestigious Harvard Medical School is breaking ground today, opening its doors to new female applicants. Today, little girls all over the world look to the sky, where the first woman is now in space. Military stereotypes are challenged today with the trailblazing promotion of a U.S. female officer to four-star general. It was just announced that the vast majority of last year's doctorate degrees were earned by women. We've come so far, but our news is changing for the worse. More women die from heart disease and stroke than men, even though it can be prevented. Make a change at GoRedForWomen.org today. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the American Heart Association's Go Red for Women. You don't usually get a stock tip from a 16-year-old, but I'm here to tell you about a different kind of stock. It's called Better Futures, a stock for social change that's not about making money. Instead, you invest to help students like me go to college. This is beyond a simple donation. It's the opportunity for America to invest in its kids and take an active stake in the future of the country. The return on your investment isn't money. What you get back is knowing you protected our potential. So one day, that potential can grow up to become surgeons and architects, executives and engineers, people who can change the future just by being a part of it. My name is Alicia, and I am your dividend. Invest in better futures with UNCF. Visit uncf.org invest. A mind is a terrible thing to waste, but a wonderful thing to invest in. A public service announcement brought to you by UNCF and the Ad Council. This evening we're speaking with Tasha M. Scott. She happens to be the author of Don't Limit Me as well as the founder of the Don't Limit Me movement. And Tasha, Don't Limit Me, I believe, is a personal story of yours. It talks about your road to self-discovery and freedom. You care to tell us a little bit about that and what that looked like? 
Absolutely. Don't Limit Me was actually the words that I said to myself one day standing in a mirror when I realized for the first time that I'm the only one that could hold me back. And I literally said that to myself one day, don't limit me. But what happened that led me to that moment of standing in the mirror was I, as an entrepreneur, a wife and a mother had reached a point in my life where I literally was cracking underneath the pressure of mask that I was wearing. I was a wife of a worship leader in our church. I was a prayer leader in my church. I was running this court reporting business, which hit six figures the first year only for us to end up in bankruptcy shortly after that. Um, Marriage was falling apart. And it just kind of felt like I was living a a facade, I mean, a fake life. I was one way in public, looks really good, but behind the scenes, my personal life was in shambles. And I reached out to a life coach out of desperation, and I just ran across her book on Amazon one day, found out she was a coach. And this woman literally for six months became my safe place where she helped me to peel back the layers from all of the mask, all of the the fakeness that I had been living. She helped me to peel it back to literally see who I am and actually get to the core of liking me, you know? Um, It's one thing to function and just do things because you think this is what everybody expects you to do, but it's another thing to do it because you genuinely believe it's your purpose and to enjoy and love doing it. And she helped me get to that place where I understood who I am. She She helped me get to the place where I understood what my purpose was, but she also would ask me some very hard questions, you know, to make that happen. You know, one of the first questions that she asked me concerning my faith, she said, how are you and God? And I realized that I was angry with God. I was disappointed because of the way my life had turned out. And also I was reeling from shame from an abortion that I had when I was 15 years old. Um, And my drug of choice was busyness. So I was that's why I was living the conflicted life because I was so busy pursuing business, pursuing all of these things, but I had never dealt with my personal issues. All that was happening, it was just, um, it was falling apart. That's the best way I could say it. So fast forward, going through the coaching sessions with her, getting honest, journaling, and getting, that's the best way I could say it, is the honesty helped me to really figure out who Tasha was and hope started coming back. And so fast forward to that mirror, I was standing there and I said, Tasha, don't limit me because I realized I'm not a victim. It's not anybody else's responsibility. And when that happened, my life did slowly start turning around. My marriage got back on track. My business started growing. In fact, that's when the don't limit me, the journaling actually turned into the book itself. And I realized that then I had to tell my story to help other women who may have been in the same place where maybe they felt like they were living double lives. They looked good on the outside, but falling apart on the inside. And I felt like I wanted to share that to help give hope to another woman that you don't have to suffer in silence, that you literally can give yourself permission to be everything that God said you could. Well, it's almost like you you stopped running from yourself, basically. Yes, that's exactly what happened. That's exactly what happened. I was trying to hold on to other things, trying to make them 
might fulfill me, but it seemed like when everything was falling apart, all that was left standing was literally me, you know, and I had a choice to make. Do I die here or do I get up and live? You know, it's funny that uh, we are actually studying that as a part of one of our Bible studies with our, uh, we call it Beauty in the Bible. And um, wow. I, our identity in Christ, our identity in Christ, we, we literally have it at the beauty shop. And um, that, mm-hmm. that's the lesson right now is, is being able to identify who we are in Christ. And one of the questions right. I ask, and I have them, you know, to ask one another is, who are you? And I tell them mm-hmm. to pay particular attention to the responses that you get, because if the responses that you get are the the roles that you play, oh, I'm a wife, I'm a mother, right, I'm right. a nurse, then you really don't know who you are at your core. And that's one of the things that's that right. we try to pull out is identifying who they are at their core and not only that's in relationship right. to themselves but also to Christ. That's right. That's right. And that's what I felt I realized was that even when I was standing in the mirror saying, Tasha, don't limit me, that God himself was saying, Tasha, don't limit me, because it was in the quiet of the journaling. And and I did start talking to God. It was only in that, in his word and praying and journaling, all of that. It was at the root of it. I am his. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that is a powerful, powerful thing, especially for somebody who is a woman of faith, because when you recognize that and you can begin seeing yourself more along the lines of the way that God sees you, then it's right. it, 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 uh, like it, you free yourself. I mean, you know, I, I think about the scripture that says, whom the sun sets free is free indeed. And there is definitely something freeing in identifying yourself according to the way that God sees you as opposed to with all of the various roles that you carry out every day. That's right. That's right. And the reason why I said that I was the only one that could limit me is because even God himself can give me a dream. He can give me a purpose but I can I can say no to that. It, he, he gave me a choice, and my saying no literally stops. You know what I'm saying? It's like I literally mm-hmm. have to refuse his blessings. I have to refuse his grace and his mercy by saying no. That's why I said I'm the only one that can limit me because I don't even think the enemy can stop me because God has given me power over the enemy. Right, exactly, exactly. And that's something that I think uh, especially as, as women of – that are believers, we tend to um, not really understand that or really understand the mm-hmm. power that we really have. There are a lot of things, you know, all of the, the, like you said, the busyness that, and I love the way you put that business being your drug of choice that, that mm-hmm. limits us and keeps us from really seeing the manifested blessings that God has for us. And it's, it's, um, it's unfortunate right. in a lot. Yeah. Right, right. And what happened, Cheryl, is after I really what it was is it was a rededication of my life back to God. After that mm-hmm. happened, um, God started opening doors for me, you know, mm-hmm. doors for me to share my story, doors for me to whether it's praying with another woman in the grocery store or whatever the case may be, doors started opening, doors that I couldn't have opened on my own. And I know Mm -hmm. that there was a connection there because it was almost like when I started embracing this true identity, 
it was an attraction there too. In other words, mm-hmm. opportunities were attracted to me because I was standing in who God says I was, you know, versus me mm-hmm. trying to be somebody else. You got what I'm saying? Yeah, I know. I know exactly what you're saying. I know exactly what you're saying. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I want to say, when you run across a woman, and I'm gonna, and this is gonna be one of the last questions that I ask you, that um, okay. feels like, you know, at this at this certain point in her life, she's disappointed. You know, she feels like maybe that she has settled. Um, she, she, you know, she's doing. She's not necessarily doing badly. Like you said, you had a six-figure uh, uh, business, but she's mm-hmm. not necessarily satisfied. It's like it's just, you know, right. oh, okay, it's all right. You know, at least I'm not living pull of the post. And she may be tired because really what she's doing is pretending that everything right. is okay. She's pretending that um, where I am right now because, you know, in her mind she's thinking well, everybody else thinks that it's okay. Everybody else thinks that I should be okay in this situation right now. What do you say to that woman? The first thing that I say is, and I and I also would even venture to say she's probably angry at God or disappointed, like mm-hmm. in, in addition to everything else. So one of the first things that I always ask is, what do you want? You know, mm-hmm. what is it that you want in life that you feel like that you don't have right now? And I kind of just listen to her. And in listening to her, that's the thing I'm learning is that people will tell you where they are if you just listen. There's not Mm -hmm. a cookie-cutter formula to say, yes, everybody should do this, everybody should do that. I listen to her so that I can locate where she is at the time. And one of the other things that I always do is I like to hold, if I'm in person with in front of that person, I like to hold up a mirror and I like to say, what do you see? You know, and Mm -hmm. I've got to do some questions. But eventually what I'll do is I'll lead her back to this principle that, there's certain there's certain things that we have gone through that we've you know all this stuff but what was our original design and from there I talked to her about embracing the power of surrender you know and then I also talked to her about forgiveness maybe there's some unforgiveness issues it may not be about anybody else it may be unforgiveness towards herself you know, mm-hmm. and so what I do is I become this um, person who I can say I get it. I get it that you're disappointed. I get it that you're angry. But let's get to let's locate the root of this. You know, and mm-hmm. I take her through that guide, guided journey of let's get to the root of this. And at the root of this, are you willing to surrender this to God, so that you can get back to the woman that He called you to be? Wow, and and that's great. That's exactly what all of us, I think, need to do on a, on a regular basis. You know, even when we think that maybe we we're okay, we still need to go back Absolutely. and be and sort of look at where we are and where we would like to be and what we need to do in order to get there. So, Tasha, what I want Absolutely. you to do right now is to let our um, let our listeners know how they can contact you if they want you to come out and speak or just get more information about what you're doing with the two movements that you've created. Sure. On my website, which is TashaMScott.com, you can definitely um, read more about my story on the My Story page. And also there's some information for booking in the booking section as well. And I have my speaking topics. But I also have a community on Facebook called Connected Women Win. 
And one of the things that I do as a woman in business is I love to help women connect connect to God first, connect to themselves, and then connect to others. And I think there's a beauty in women coming together and connecting. So I created this community on Facebook as a space where women can do just that, especially when it comes to business or accountability, support, all of those things. So it's Connected Women Win on Facebook. And then lastly, my handle for social media is at Coach Tasha Scott. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Periscope. All right, Tasha, well, thank you so much for joining us here tonight on Real Life, Real Faith, and hopefully we can have you back again real soon. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. I enjoyed you. Absolutely. Everybody, that's Tasha M. Scott. Make sure you go out there and find out more about her. Her website is TashaMScottSCOT.com, and she is the author and founder of Don't Limit Me, as well as Women Connect. She also has a community out there on Facebook that is called Connected Women Win. Make sure you go out there and try to become a part of that community. On next week, we'll not have a broadcast because it is Election Day Tuesday, and I want to make sure that we are all paying very close attention to this election, which you know has been extremely contentious. So we will join you again the following Tuesday at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time right here on blogtalkradio.com with Real Life, Real Faith with Cheryl Lacey Donovan. Remember, you can connect with us on Facebook at Real Life, Real Faith with Cheryl Lacey Donovan, on Twitter at Real Faith Mag, and on Instagram at Real Life, Real Faith. And as always, we want to remind you that God can do exceedingly and abundantly more than you could ever ask or think according to the power that worketh in you. Be blessed.